What's up, everybody? My name is Brady Morgan. I am the host of the Budget Track Podcast. For the month of January, we are posting an episode every single day at 6 a.m. Central Time. If you haven't already, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button, and review and rate the Budget Track Podcast. That would be very much appreciated. And before we dive in, I want to talk about our sponsor. Social X is a community of entrepreneurs working together to make a positive impact on the world, scale their businesses, make more money, and build their networks with like-minded individuals. They teach entrepreneurs how to go from zero to six figures through weekly mastermind calls featuring top business leaders, online courses, and amazing events all over the country. If you're interested in learning more about SocialX, go to socialxevents.com and tell them you came from the Budget Trek podcast. Now, on to the show. Building wealth is a topic that can spark heated debate, promote quirky get-rich-quick schemes, or even drive people to pursue transactions they might otherwise never consider. But are three simple steps to building wealth a misleading concept? The answer is no. But while the basic steps to building wealth are simple to understand, they are much more difficult to follow. Basically, to accumulate wealth over time, you need to do three things. Number one, make money. Before you can begin to save or invest, you need to have a long-term source of income that is sufficient to have some left after you've covered your necessities, debts, etc. Number two is save money. Once you have an income that's enough to cover your basics, develop a proactive savings plan that is going to be key. And number three, invest money. Once you've set aside a monthly savings goal, invest it prudently. And all of this together makes a pretty simple equation. Savings equals income minus spending. So understanding these three simple steps to building wealth. Step one, make enough money. May seem pretty simple, but for those just starting out or in transition, this is the most fundamental step. Most of us, me included, have seen tables showing that a small amount regularly saved and compounded over time can eventually add up to substantial wealth, but those tables never cover the other side of the story. Are you making enough money to save in the first place? Keep in mind that there's only so much you can cut in costs, I know that, but if your costs are already cut down as much as they can, you need to look into other ways to increase your income also, Are you good enough at what you do and do you enjoy it enough that you can do it for 40 to 50 years and save the money that comes along with that? There are two basic types of income. I've talked about it before, earned and passive. Earned income comes from what you do for a living while passive income is derived from investments and otherwise known as the key to financial freedom. So those beginning their careers or in a career change can start with four considerations to decide how to derive your earned income. What do you enjoy? You'll perform significantly better and way more likely to succeed if you actually enjoy what you do. What are you good at? Look at what you do well and how you can use those talents to actually earn a living. Number three, what will actually pay well? This is super important. Look at careers using what you enjoy and do well that will meet your financial expectations. And number four, the last point, how do you actually get there? Determine the education, training, experience, etc. required to pursue that option. And taking these considerations into account will put you on the right path. The key is to be open-minded and proactive. You also need to evaluate your income situation periodically, but at least once a year. That's probably a good rule of thumb. Step number two is save enough money. So you make enough money, you live pretty well, but you're not saving enough. What's wrong? 
The main reason this occurs is that your wants exceed your budget. To develop a budget or to get your existing budget on track, try these four steps. Number one, track your spending for at least a month. Make sure to categorize your expenditures. Sometimes being aware of how much you spend can help you control your spending habits. Number two, trim the fat. Break down your wants and needs. The need for food, shelter, and clothing are obvious, but also address the less obvious needs. Eating out every single day for lunch, buying unnecessary things at gas stations, buying yourself gifts periodically, that is going to help you save money if you can cut those down. Number three, build your cushion. You never really know what's around the corner, so aim to save around three to six months worth of expenses because this will prepare you for financial setbacks such as job loss, health problems, etc. And if saving this cushion seems daunting, start small. Start with one month. Number four, get matched. Contribute to your employer's 401k or 403b because that is free money on the table. Get that maximum, the employer is matching, and you're going to set yourself up. This doesn't mean you have to be frugal all the time, though. If you're consistently meeting your savings goals, you should be willing to reward yourself and splurge an appropriate amount, of course, every once in a while. You will feel better, and you will be way more motivated to keep going to make more money. Step number three, invest money appropriately. So you're making enough money, you're saving enough, but you're putting it all in conservative investments like the regular savings account at your bank, and that's fine, right? No. If you want to build a sizable portfolio, you have to take on some risk, which means you will have to invest in securities. So how do you determine what's the right level of exposure for you? Begin with an assessment of your situation. To begin, determine your return and risk objectives. Quantify all the elements affecting your financial life, including household income, your time horizon, tax considerations, cash flow, or liquidity needs, and any other factors that are specific to you. Next, determine the appropriate asset allocation for you. Most likely for this, you will need to meet with a financial advisor if you don't have one, because this allocation should be based on your investment policy statement. And your allocation will most likely include a mixture of cash, fixed income, equities, and alternative investments, and that can get pretty complicated, so a financial advisor will be able to steer you on the right path. Risk-averse investors should keep in mind that portfolios need at least some equity exposure to protect against inflation. Also, younger investors can afford to allocate more of their portfolios to equities than older investors because they have time on their side. Time is going to be your greatest asset when investing in securities. Finally, diversify. Invest your equity and fixed income exposures over a range of classes and styles. Do not try to time the market. That does not work because when one style, you know, like large cap growth, is underperforming the S&P 500, it is very possible that another is outperforming it. So diversification takes the timing element out of the game completely. So the key takeaways from all of this, there is a basic formula for building wealth, make more money than you spend, avoid debt, and invest your savings wisely. That first step is to earn enough money, which is easier if you're doing work you enjoy, are good at, and pays well. The second step is to save enough money, which can require disciplined budgeting and planning. And the third and final step is taking on a bit of risk in making prudent investments. When you combine those three steps, you are putting yourself on a simple and effective way to long-term wealth. Thanks for listening. I'm posting episodes every day in January at 6 a.m. Central Time, and they're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other major podcasting platform. Check out our social media linked in the description and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll catch you next time.